0: Wishing everyone a good morning. Boker Tov, please help yourself to uh, coffee and to donuts. We wish and we hope and we dream of a good morning. Uh, certainly the thoughts are with those in our Israel, our brothers and sisters in Israel, who uh, continue to be affected by uh, terror by the families of those who uh, who are victims, who are injured, and who are seeking comfort and strength during this time. Our 10 minutes of meaning is generously sponsored Anonymous Nishmas Al Ben Pinchas. This morning's 10 minutes are also sponsored by my dear friends Heidi and Ali Fug- Alan Fuchs in honor of the birth of Shaya to Ashley and Elliot and Eti to Shuli and Zach. Mazel tov on those uh, simchas and by Tzvi and Chaya Bernstein as well. We are on the 21st parakel of Mesir HaSasham, that Moshe Chaim Lutzato has been charting for us a path of how to be the best, better versions of ourselves how to live with mindfulness and cautiousness and alacrity and zeal, how to purge our bad habits, and instead how to fill them with positive ones. We last left off, the Ramchal has told us, it's impossible to be a chassid. You cannot be pious, you cannot be righteous, unless you set aside time to think, unless a person is thoughtful. You have to designate time to shut off, shut down, disconnect from the noise and from the uh, hamster wheel of life, to simply be, to be present, to think, to contemplate, to be introspective. Person has to practice his bodidus. She is boded bechadarav. Person has to be boded. You could do it in an empty field. You could do it on the beach. You could do it in a crowded room. But to go into oneself, to not be distracted, to not be competing for your attention, but to simply close one's eyes, be present with one's breath, and be focused on the thoughts, the feelings to be focused on the conversation with Hashem and to be focused on the conversation with ourselves and the conversation with ourselves. And the Ramchal continues, to practice true as this is not a passing or a glancing thoughtfulness. It's not that you take just half a moment, 30 seconds. It means rov to really apply yourself, to really have an agenda to that thinking. To think every day to designate time that you put your phone on airplane mode or you leave it somewhere else altogether you go for a walk around the lake we're blessed to live in a place of amazing weather and beautiful places you could walk among nature without paying any entrance fee you don't have to go to lion country safari if you want to see the iguanas and the lizards and the ducks and the uh i don't even know what to name all the different species that are simply around the lake here in the middle of Montoya Circle, and yes, I am trying to make those who are watching at home a little bit jealous. But all you have to do is go for a walk, and you're exposed to, you make contact with incredible nature. But you have to do it not listening to things in your ears, and not talking on the phone, and not thinking about your to-do list that you have to get back to, to just take it in, to be present, to experience the warmth of the sun on your neck, or to feel that breeze on your cheek, or to see nature in action, and to feel the presence of Hashem to be in conversation, to have an agenda to that conversation with him. What are three things I want to express gratitude about? And they can't be the same generic ones every day. I'm grateful I'm alive, I'm grateful I have my family, I'm grateful I have a home. What today am I thankful for? What happened or what do I feel? What am I experiencing? What should I not take for granted? That today I want to be grateful for. What are three things that I need? What are three dreams or ambitions that I have for myself? It doesn't happen by chance. It's not going to happen by accident. It happens, says the Ramchal, from rov ha We have to apply ourselves. We have to be invested. We have to actually be committed. you have to plumb the depths. Mizmore David, Tehillim. olav Shalom. Think about, what did David Amalek pour his heart out to Hashem? David Amalek experienced from every direction. He had a father-in-law who wanted to kill him. He had a son who wanted to kill him. He had enemies who wanted to kill him. We think of David Amalek well he had it all. He had wealth and charisma. He was a warrior and he was a poet. He had all those things. He also had a lot of challenges and a lot of struggles and a lot of misery. And where did he turn? To whom did he turn? Where did He find His strength and His refuge and His comfort? None other than the Rebona So we can tag on, we can piggyback, we can attach ourselves, excuse me on that phrase, we can attach ourselves to Him and ride His coattails. <laughs> because Tehillim, Tabaramelech's words are filled with love and with an awe and acknowledgement of the presence of Hashem and all kinds of chasidus, all kinds of drive and ambition for piety. So when we think about them, don't just fly through them and don't put a check mark next to them that you said them, get lost in them. Tehillim is replete and filled. And you know one of the, one of the things that you can do and exercise, that's very helpful. In the art scroll to Tehillim, I'm sure it's true for the Koran and every other translation, but the art scroll to Tehillim before each paragraph has a one sentence summary about what that paragraph's about. When did it happen in David's life? What was he feeling? what motivated or inspired him to write that mizmor. And it altogether changes your experience of saying Tehillim, if you pause for the millisecond to read that sentence before that paragraph, so to tap into that paragraph, where it came from. Some of the poetry is not easy to understand the Hebrew, to translate. But if you know the background, what motivated, what inspired, it's much easier. And then you come across an expression. And maybe that expression today, wow. Maybe whatever's going on in your life or in the world, or you're thinking about our brothers and sisters in Israel, what they're going through, there's one expression. Maybe there's one expression. Kirvas Elohim. Maybe you talk about, David Melech describes Kirvas Elohim. All I want is to feel close to you. All I crave and all I long is to feel connected to you. I'm looking for closeness to you. So maybe you just meditate on that expression. So be lost in that expression. Think about and repeat it and hum it and sing it and meditate upon it and focus on your breathing and close your eyes and disconnect from the world and only see that closeness to Hashem is all I want. Don't avoid getting inspired. To follow in David HaMelech's footsteps. David HaMelech was not locked in a base measure all day. David HaMelech did not live in a spiritual ivory tower that we can't relate to. David HaMelech had a life On the one hand, categorically different than ours. He was David HaMelech. He was a tzaddik. He was righteous, as relatable as it may seem. But on the other hand, he was human. And he experienced human challenges and human struggles. And he gave us a textbook. He gave us a template. And he said, plug yourself in. See yourself in these words. Come on this journey of life with me. Be moved by what you're saying. But it's not going to happen if you're scrolling, or you're typing, or you're answering, or you're listening, and you're walking, or you're folding your talus, and you're saying to Tehillim, it's not going to happen. You got to disconnect to connect. You got to really be present and invested. You got to be mindful and conscious and conscientious. And then the Ramchal gives another piece of fantastic advice. He says, if you want to be moved, you want to be inspired, you want to be transformed, you know what you should read? Not only to you know what you should read? Maisa maisa tzaddikim. Read the stories of righteous people, read biographies. If you really want to be inspired, you want to be shaken up, you want to be aroused in your ambition and drive to be a better person, a better version of you, read the stories of Tzadikim. Several years ago, we had a seminar with Tal Ben Shachar, who was an Israeli researcher. He gave the most popular class in Harvard's history about happiness, the science of happiness. And when he spoke here, he said, somewhat astonishingly, he said, if you want to live with happiness, the genre of literature that you should invest in, that you should read, that you should spend your time on, are not self-help books. He says, I know I'm hurting myself. I write self-help books. He says, the self-help books, maybe. Maybe they can be helpful, maybe not. Ultimately, you're only going to help yourself when it comes from an internal drive and motivation to help yourself, not somebody else. He said, I'll never forget, he said, what you should read are biographies, and the questions that followed, someone asked him what biographies, and he gave some suggestions, maybe not all characterized as Maisa Chasidim, but biographies, because when you read about what Abraham Lincoln went through to be present. You read about our tzaddikim and said, great men and women of Yiddishkeit, of Torah. And you realize it wasn't linear. It didn't come simple. It wasn't natural. There are ups and there are downs. It's an oscillating narrative. And you say, wow, I'm motivated. I'm driven. I could see myself. I want to be just a little bit more like them. Read biographies. We just started our Hilige of Sard Minion. Invites all men, Motzei Shabbos, every Motzei Shabbos in the winter, to a short Malava Malka. And the short Malava Malka has a formula to it, in addition to the food, certain singing. And then the centerpiece of the Malava Malka is Maisa Tzaddikim. A story of a tzaddik that you go into the week with a great story. With a great story, then maybe that story will inspire that week. Maybe it'll inspire in a business setting. Maybe it'll inspire some business trip you have to take. Maybe it'll inspire the balance between work and home. Maybe it'll inspire to be a better husband or father. Maybe it'll inspire to be better or learn more. But we know that it's stories that move us. And this is not a new phenomenon at Tabin and Shachar. This is what the Ramchal is telling us. Invest in biographies. Read these stories. They make you smarter and brighter. You extract wisdom and you see a model and an example. You follow their wonderful deeds. You follow the path that they've carved for us. And we'll pick up next time. What are the obstacles, the detriments? What stands in the way of the life we want to and we're meant to live? Why is that at the end of every day we say, I had all kinds of dreams. This day did not go the way I wanted. This week did not go the way I wanted. What's in the way? And how do we eliminate? It's what we'll pick up with next time. If you do not uh, yet get a, get all the uh, announcements, the sheer schedule, bonus material, much more, the link to watch live or later. Join our WhatsApp, RabbiEframGovrig.org slash WhatsApp. We're going uh, Living with Amunah in 15 minutes, 845. Tonight we're going behind the beam of Yishai Fleischer, the spokesperson of Chevron. Learn more about the terror in Israel, Chevron Ben Gvir, and more. And this Shabbos, we have the incredible exclusive of Hosting, Morinu v'Rabbeinu Rav Shechter, please take advantage of those opportunities, including a special morning of learning tomorrow at Yeshiva South Florida. Much more until next time. Stay happy, stay healthy, and still stay healthy. Holy, happy, holy.